Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I mean, I'm not on the big screen, but I see the whole monitor. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines, 93.3, Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV begins now. You know, Ira, we've got our dream come true. <laughs> Look at this. I'm going to kick my legs out since nobody can see me. So it's me and it's Ira on camera. Corey's in studio, no camera. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Had enough time. We can hear from you. And during the commercial break, we'll get the camera worked out. But you're all set. We're all set. And away we go. And for that, we say thanks for joining us. And yay, sausage. (laughs) Register sausage. You uh you threw me off there with the thanks for joining us and the yay sausage. Uh, <laughs> you weren't ready. Actually, got some uh, exciting news from the sausage contingent. Oh, here we go. It sounds like uh, that'd be a good name part, for a band. By the, the way, sausage contingent, <laughs> along with uh, the um, expansion to Jacksonville and the Jacksonville warehouse for yeah, Publix. Yeah, domination. That has led to great hor- just brand new horizons for the the Registers brand. Now you Registers kinda- is available. I mean, it's become throughout the Southeast yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, you can get registered sausage now in Hilton Head, South Carolina, mm. Savannah, Georgia. Okay. And then expanded further west, Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Pensacola, oh, Mo- Mobile, Alabama. Oh, this is a sausage dynasty. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> oh my forget, goodness. forget the Chiefs. Yeah. It's the uh, <laughs> soon. Soon, uh, Taylor's going to be hanging out with Ben. And Stephanie would like to uh, go ahead and put in a request. She would love some registered sausage at the wedding. On March second, so if if Ben can make that happen, you guys can't buy it. Yes, it's got to be. You just comped. want free stuff. She, I'd, li- she wants, I'd like to, to say, clarify. Seventy wants free sausage at the wedding. Correct. Yeah, yeah, okay. Correct. Actually, no, she doesn't. Hey, uh, she was hey. saying we would buy it. Oh, okay. but I'm like, you know what? No, no. I want complimentary sausage. Did you, I, I, I think you I've know, done enough. Serious. We've done enough. For yeah, I think, I, yeah, throw here. us a couple. It's becoming a global. Throw sensation. us a couple of links, Ben. I might, you know, maybe this is kind of conversation we have off air, but not us. We're going to do it on air. <laughs> Did you invite Ben to the wedding? No. But he can bring his sausage. And Just drop it off. Bounce. Drop it off at the front porch. And, and then bounce. Take your and ass then... down the road. <laughs> We'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, no, so, obviously, if anybody brings food to the wedding, they get to stay. Anybody. Yeah. They get to anybody. stay. Anybody. But, uh, yeah, register sausage. Expanding. And uh, But that doesn't mean if you live in these areas where they've already been, you can't go get your registered sausage. Correct. Or if you're out. 
beyond that those areas those regions you can go to registermeats.com and have it delivered Corey, you could do that mm. uh, it would be delivered in time for the wedding if you went to registermeats.com so promo code maybe, clark wedding maybe ben can uh, set up a promo code for you <laughs> i can't believe how quickly it's arriving it, it, the it's wedding gay will be it's, here. it's bearing down on us here buddy. it comes here we go well anyhow we know the sausage will be good uh if if ben's able to deliver the free sausage or not mm. Uh, if you get it, 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 whether you pay for it or it's free, it's delicious. <laughs> it's either way, it's, it's worth the money either it's, way. Yeah, it's it's outstanding. And so we say again, thank you to Register Sausage. Hey, basketball tonight. We want to get it out of the way right now. No, we can. No, 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 no. Let's get it. Out. No, they show down with the Hokies. We can't start a show with basketball. Well, we can. And st- Corey not on camera and basketball. We're just, a, I figured that'd a, be the time to do it. The no viewership chance. is going to go yeah, to minus zero. No, I think we'll be all right. I mean, we we do have to make mention of it. It is a game tonight. We don't spend a lot of time on it. Kind of a must win, right? No. Yeah, sure. Re- well, must, must win, win, win in what re- well, regard? I mean, they got to win all of them to get into the tournament. I mean, well, pretty yeah. much. So I, mean, I hold out to hope. You guys gave up a long <laughs> I mean, time ago, look, apparently. I, I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, the calendar tw- switched to January. They're seven and four during that yeah. time. They've hung in there, they've been competitive. They're not good. But you get hot, you, you get a miracle win you over get Duke. get hot and win eight straight to end the regular there season. There you yeah. go. You're yeah. He's right. He's Even right. It's a must win. 21 and 10. No, they're one. in. They win eight straight, including Duke. Yeah, they're in, buddy. All right. Well, maybe. Yeah. Man, I think it'd be close. I think it'd be one of those, oh, hey, I how's think, it going to go? I think they're in. Lenardi's going to be, be uh, talking. Yeah, but let's let's be realistic. You know, they're, they're not going to win eight in a row. Uh, so we know the dates of the uh, time that we get to invade Charlotte uh, with the Black Hats for uh, the ACC kickoff. That was announced, and the win totals are out according to FanDuel. Florida State at nine and a half, Clemson at nine and a half, Miami at nine and a half. So if you're looking at win totals, there you go. You got three teams in the conference at nine and a half. By the way, it could be a banner year for the ACC right as all of the teams I just mentioned leave. Mm, leave yeah. the conference. Be <laughs> great. Almost like the Pac-12 ad this year. This could be our yeah, maybe it could be our last trip up to ACC kickoff. It would be uh we may pour one out while we're up there. We've, We've had, had a, a good time up in Charlotte. We have through the years at all the different ACC kickoffs. We should do like a uh just a show where we reflect on all of our favorite I don't want to jinx it trips. because if we do something like that saying this is our last chance in Charlotte, then we'll find out it's going to be another decade. Another 10 years. I don't want to jinx it by doing a uh, one last hurrah. They've expanded it to four days, everybody. You guys don't care about that because you're not going up to Charlotte for the ACC kickoff. We're not going to stay for four days either, if truth be told. But they just keep making it longer and longer, and none of us can figure out why. Well, Florida State's going to go on the first day. And that's all we needed to hear, baby. The big, like, the big expansion, yeah. the big additions of SMU, SMU Cal, and Cal and All Stanford. the media from SMU, Cal, and Stanford. Back, uh, back in the day, Rick Jones used to work with, with us yeah. at the Osceola. He uh, started a rival site covering Stanford back when Andrew Luck was playing. Good Jim time Harbaugh to was do the coach. it. Really good timing. He, d- he did. He did. He enjoyed it. And he said he was like the only media person ever covering their football practices. Wow. Like once a week, maybe somebody That's from cra- the- And Harbaugh was the coach, right? Yeah, That's yeah. crazy. One, once a week, like somebody from the San Francisco Examiner would come over. But that was about it. Like he was their media press corps. So, yeah, I don't know that there's going to be a ton of Stanford media coming over here for ACC kickoff. But they did expand it to four days. I think the first day is going to be Florida State's going to speak, and then the rest of it, they're all just going to trash Florida State. Sure. The last yeah, three we days. We don't have to be there for that. Oh, honestly, I kind of thought that's exactly what was going to happen, and did we need to hold it down? Like, check people. Just stay? Just like, stay behind? You know how like, you've, you've been in a room where it gets uncomfortable. Either it's happened to you, or you've been in the room when it happened to somebody else, and you thought, oh, how's this going to go? Somebody is is besmirching another's reputation, mm-hmm. saying something slanderous about them, and everybody's in the room, and then that person walks in, and they're like, oh, Ted! <laughs> We didn't know you were here. How are 
you, buddy, and it's uncomfortable. Like, we could be those guys. Like, come around the corner, you were saying, about Florida not State. Not really, because yeah. none of the other media contingents will be there. Because they're not, they're not going to be will. there that day. The Clemson it, people aren't going to be there. And Clemson people shouldn't be upset with Florida State. No, they should, they be, like, should be on board with Florida State, but that's a whole other When uh, we walk in, story. they ought to say, oh, Captain, my cap." I don't think y'all read it, but uh, Yahoo, Ross Dellinger just came out with an article. He dropped it like 30 minutes ago about um, ch- maybe huge changes coming to the college football playoff landscape and the NCAA tournament, which it seems – apparently him talking to all the commissioners, it's inevitable that they're going to expand the NCAA tournament. They might make it 128. Sweet. But they're going to they're going to expand it. Ham's been calling for that for like yeah. six years. And honestly, people get upset about it, and I get it because it's not as special and unique as it was. Yeah, but anybody makes it. It's one extra day. You know, yeah. instead of playing a 16 seed, you're playing a 24 seed. Uh, the number one seeds, I mean. Uh, but Florida State would have a chance if it was 128 teams to, to get, get in. in. But what was funny is he <laughs> talks to Phillips, the ACC commissioner, about the SEC Big Ten think tank deal they're doing. And he goes, look, man, I've talked to those guys. I don't think there's anything nefarious going on there. I don't no, think, no, there's no way I, I don't Jim think Phillips it's sinister. No, he right. said sinister. He goes, I don't think it's sinister. I think they just wanted to keep the group small. But they're they're so looking out. No I promise you, I'll find the we, quote during the break. We couldn't invite one or two more commissioners. Yeah, we even just have the, to keep it at the f- whoever two. whoever the Big East There's commissioner no is or the way. AAC. He's like, uh, yeah. He goes, typically when they do those kind of things, they invite all the major conferences. Mm-hmm. It was a little weird that the SEC and Big Ten <laughs> just did it themselves. Yeah, and then the Phillips comes right after the guy and goes, I don't see I don't see anything. Um, Jim, yeah, hey, hey man, hey, you just had your lunch money stolen. Yeah spat upon your face and you looked like a fool he's as you're trying begging to play for the nice, CW man. rep in the audience who's not there and then you're c- he's trying to play nice he's trying to play nice nothing sinister why? nothing sinister about the SEC and Big Ten combining but why, forces but no 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 it's already happened he already yeah. got played once before you know oh, maybe yeah. it's like in politics when they run for office against each other and then they at some point they decide to just start angling for a job in the cabinet so like the maybe guy Jim can Phillips call is, your wife fat and ugly, and then later on you're like, it's okay. And maybe Phillips is just trying to get a yeah. job in the SEC. like when the, Or the back of the Big yeah, Ten. That's probably exactly what it is. Yeah, he wants to landing spot. By he wants the way, to be the it VP. looks an awful lot like groveling, and it's <laughs> yeah. embarrassing. Well, well, the, the gated community thing wasn't groveling? <laughs> it was. And when you came on that day from Charlotte, and I was on the air, and I was appalled by that limp-wristed sort of approach to just, oh, well, you know, I mean, we need to have our trash taken out too, and everybody has to feel good about the game. Like, yeah, what are you talking about? They are strong-arming you into starting to irrelevance. Think, starting to think the leadership's not real strong in the ACC. I mean, kind of hasn't been for a while, maybe. Jim, you can't. <laughs> I love the idea of Ross Dellinger calling Jim Phillips or speaking across from Jim Phillips and saying, well, your thoughts on this? I don't think it's – there's nothing there, Ross. It's, yeah, it's, you know, it, they got the good of the game in mind, I'm sure. It's going to be fine. Just like the uh, – what was the alliance? That was what it was yeah. called? Yeah. Yeah, come on, man. Don't be like that. Don't don't bring up old stuff. Quit bringing I'm, up old stuff. We're, we're trying to move ahead. We're trying to look ahead well, to the future Well, it doesn't really matter. Football. I mean, it, for Jim's sake, I just hate it for, you know – a grown man to be embarrassed like this, but but then to just kind of go along with it is is odd to me. It doesn't really matter. It's going to happen either way. There's nothing he can yeah. do about it. I mean, it's going to happen. He, no, that's it, a good point. It's already happened. He's just like you know He's what? Like, oh. I could either whine and complain or act like I'm good. Yeah, we're good. We're, I, we're, he goes. We're I, comfortable. We're comfortable with the ACC's. Here's position. his direct quote because he says that they've been working all together, all the major conferences, and then of course. Uh, um, Mike Oresco, who's the AAC commissioner, he, who I think he is the Big East. He loves whining. Yeah, he goes, I was a little surprised that the ACC and Big 12 weren't included. 
That's typically been the MO. <laughs> and then two paragraphs down, uh, Phillips says, I trust Greg and Tony, the two commissioners. I trust, I trust Greg and Tony basis. and what they've said. I'm not paranoid about this, that it that it's a sinister movement. So he's not paranoid, which is good. He's trusting them at their word because if college athletics, uh, modern college athletics has gone anything, anything, people are true to their word. Word right. is bond. Right. A handshake is as strong as oak. Man, you don't 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 question people's motives. Jim Jim's the guy that walked in on Greg sleeping with his wife, and then later on was like, "I like Greg." I mean, Greg's it was good guy. Look, nice there. I just I don't you know I've forgiven it. We're moving on. It's okay. Jim. Hey man, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? That's a toughie. That By the is, way, that's a toughie. Uh, so it's kind of a loosey goosey first segment since I'm not on camera. What's the point? Nobody's right. watching anyway. Mm. Um, what did you? You got to take the ball. You got to take the ball second in overtime, right? With those crazy rules in in Super Bowl. If you know the rules, it, I get though because if both teams I, score the same amount of points, San Francisco gets the ball next. Yes, and then they, and they if can they win score, the game. They win, and they can win the game. But, and that's actually the reason that he gave. But as the Chiefs said, they were going to go for two. They were going to go for right. two, and of course they would. They have Patrick Mahomes. You 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 have one play to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Are you really kicking a thirty-four yard extra point? Or are you going to let your all-world quarterback? It, it's it's because it's exactly the thing that so many college coaches screw up yes. with a double overtime. They don't go for where two they don't go they for should. two, and they yeah. let the other team. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just like well, you need to go for that now. I uh, at the end of the day, I, I, it didn't it didn't matter. It really didn't matter either way. No, the, I don't think the Chiefs had a fourth down. They would have punted on but right. went for yeah right. it didn't but it's it just didn't matter it's and also i think maybe don't kick the field goal well that's You're fourth the and three at the nine the, that's the better discussion well what sucks for them is because even if you don't get four it. from the nine if yeah. they get a first down they're going to go in and score it's just like at the end of the game the third and five if you convert that you run out the clock yeah. kick a field goal and the game's over you just won the super bowl but they couldn't they make didn't. a singular play that they had to make late that's, that's and i had the over i had the chiefs and the over so that helped just the chiefs over was uh, like oh, 23 i was gonna say because you, you didn't no. win 23 and a half I'm was the total. chiefs final score and i had the over so that was awesome that was a really that was a really pivotal moment. There were a lot of people really grateful that the extra point did not need to be kicked. Oh, and yes, correct. And some very yeah. frustrated that uh, it yeah, was Yeah, see, that should be kicked. one of the yeah. bad beats, but like a good beat. Like a great win. I saw it. We were, I was watching it last night, uh, Scott Van Pelt's bad beats thing he does on SportsCenter. They're also miracle wins. They're great gambling wins, too, yeah. For, yeah. The, for the other side. Yeah, that's, would, a, that's my argument is that people that get the wins never talk about that. Yeah. They right. just talk yeah. about the bad yeah. beats. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I, yeah, it goes both ways. Yeah, it definitely does. And I, I would just say this. If you were – you can't complain about any of that because the game went to overtime. Like, right. you're not expecting right. the Super Bowl yeah. to go to overtime. You didn't overtime. handicap it. Yeah. yeah, you didn't. Yeah, so there's no way. Uh, I had the under all the way, and I was sitting there laughing going, oh, I'm going to get screwed out of this under because we're going to go a full five quarters, are we? Right. Another <laughs> one. So I had a buddy that was at a party, and they were doing the squares. And the squares said fourth quarter. So there were four payouts. Oh, wow. First quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. And did quarter. he hit on the total for the fifth quarter? <laughs> yeah, well, no, but the guy that won the fourth quarter was like, no, 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 we're just doing the quarters. We don't do the final score. It doesn't say final score. It says first, second, third, fourth. So they st- they gave the payout after the at nine nine at nineteen nineteen was the payout. They didn't even include overtime in the payout because it you know what I'm saying. It didn't say final score. It just said the end of the fourth quarter. Wow. So that's not how you do it, right? Wouldn't you that's make it? You, you got to yeah. do first, second, third, and then final score. Yeah, you, you definitely got to. That that's a. That's our first overtime gang uh, in the Super Bowl since uh, yeah the Falcons and the Patriots. I what, don't know if y'all remember how that one. What went. percentage of our audience has no idea what you were just talking about? About Super Bowl squares, yeah. I would say ten percent. Yeah, I would also say that uh, if you're listening to this show and you've never been to a, you don't know what a Super Bowl square is. Same guy, by the way, Shanahan is. Uh, yeah, we on connected the wrong to both. And a few of those, and uh, in all three of the Super Bowls, he had more than a, a ten point leader more. Yeah. 
whether it be OC or head coach. He's had a he's had a rough go in those second half of Super Bowls, buddy. I would say one was more egregious than the other two. <laughs> you I might. Think the, I think the 25-point lead late in the third quarter is a little you, more egregious. You might. We'll take a break, come back, talk some Florida State football in a moment. 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. There it is, Corey. There you are, buddy. We're moving things around. The squares are all there. You got to be happy. He's back in the loop. Watch the viewership just skyrocket now. We have a question that uh, is in the chat about whether or not we're going to be in Chicago for the uh, Notre Dame game. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, absolutely. We'll go up to Chicago. Ira and I, for sure. I went last time. I'll go every time. You're going to Chicago. Of course. All right. You driving with me? I'm not driving. No, I'll fly like a normal human being. (laughs) Okay. And I will get there and expedite the process of the travel and <laughs> spend more time in Chicago than you, buddy. Yeah, you will. I know. That's the bummer of driving everywhere. I was just in <laughs> Chicago last summer, though, so I, I got my taste of the city. It's a great city. It is. It's a place I would live if not for the weather. The weather seems to just be cold. ridiculous the, for cold, about three and a half cold, months. Cold, cold, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Hayden, by the way. Appreciate it. Oh, that. thank yeah. you, Hayden. Do appreciate that, Hayden. And, uh, yeah, we'll have a good time. Then you drive into that dump of a town that is South Bend. Hopefully, hammer Notre Dame and make your way on out with a W. I hey, love the schedule next year. I'm get pumped. closer and closer to that playoff. I'm getting, it is a cool schedule when you've got Dublin, schedule. you've got Dallas, you've got Chicago, you've yeah. got Miami. I mean, it's, it's an a cool, awesome schedule. Cool, cool places to go. I do wonder how we're going to navigate the stadium, man. That is going to be fun. Uh, not for fans. That's going to be a toughie uh, as far as construction, as yeah. we've all watched. I wonder how far. How Do we know how far along it will be? For for the opening game for the first home game, I mean it's you know, what do they look be, to have in place, Ira? It's still gonna be in process, but they're supposed to have like seven thousand temporary seats on the west side. Um, so the east side and the end zones, I think. Well, the east side is definitely gonna be normal. which one is the east side? The other side, opposite the press box. Like under, oh, okay, got it. Okay, yeah. got it. The side underneath the press box is man, it's a disaster. But yeah. they're gonna have like seven thousand temporary seats. On that side. So what's total attendance? Uh, they're at- saying fifties, low fit, low to mid fifties. Hey, sometimes uh, those fall. can be uh, be a little more raucous. Does that include right up on the sidelines? Ira and I have been at Aviva Stadium, and if they wanted to, yeah. they could have the stands like right oh, on the side. Yeah, they're, they're right, right they're there. right there. You should do yeah. that at, over at Doak for these yeah. games, man. Try to make. I mean, because Clemson's coming to town, we can't have thirty thousand people out here rocking. So's Florida. Let's go. Fifty something thousand people. It's you know the thing is, it's like people. You get into this competition over like what crowd sizes but we've been in stadiums with 60,000 they're plenty loud sure i mean wake holds like 7,000 and it gets it's out of control especially on that hill they gets it's nuts you know the toughest ticket's probably going to be that smu game because that stadium's so small and yeah. so many fsu 38,000 is that right it's around 40 yeah yeah i think they and, were going to have a temporary stands there too oh really yeah and like, so many fsu fans want to go on that trip. I want to go on that trip, That's going to be a tough ticket. This is the year of Jeff Cameron going on the road. I can't Corey wait, Clark. man. It's going to be, be a road every week, man. It's okay. going to be nuts. <laughs> we got Chicago. We got Dallas. All places I want to go. I've gone to the Four State Miami game several times down there. Charlotte? Uh, you go back to Charlotte if well, they I'll get to Charlotte? Well, I'll be there for the ACC kickoff. I don't know. Oh, well, if they make the ACC That's championship, what I mean, yeah. game, of course I'll be back at You that. need to have uh, your sales manager. Sell a sponsorship to the Cameron Tour. Let's go. The Cameron 2024. I'll go to, a bus. I'll go to yeah. virtually every away game if That's we need to. That's what we to. should. You could get yeah. on a bus with Ira and I and Jeff. You, oh, no, I'm no, wait, wait, Corey, no. I don't like where you're going. Okay, you, I, <laughs> no, I was selling He's the man of the people. He's a man of the people. So we get a sponsor to sponsor our road trip. Yeah, for and the we three film of us. But we, we film it and we monetize it that way, and you're like, you're on the bus with us. 
It's like Big Brother. We'll just have a, a camera on the bus the whole time. You can watch what Corey's we do. Corey's forever inviting just random strangers <laughs> to be a part of what we're trying to do. I know. All right. That's my fault. That's just how I live life, man. I live life that way. Yeah, no, it's, we're good. How about the three of us in one of those kick-ass Mercedes vans? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, see, nice. see, this is where, yeah. come on. Come Aslan with me. Drive. Come with me. Yeah. Aslan driving. Yeah. Aslan like our driver. We're in the back. Yeah. <laughs> He's he road, road raging, flipping people off on the highway. That's a good as point. He Aslan's not the driver. I feel I feel like Ben would drive. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad. He's bad the play. newest yeah. on the team. He doesn't have much of a say. And I would take that. I don't know that he flips people off, but he will mean mug the hell out of somebody if they're going too slow or too fast or whatever it is yeah. that he doesn't like on the road. That's just in life, though. Yeah. He doesn't have to be driving yeah. to mean mug someone. Yeah. He'll he'll pull up right next to, next to him, and I'm like, you know, people have guns. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This, Everybody in this country does, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's, a, that's a toughie. All right, where do we want to go with football then? Other than I schedule. wanted to bring up something. The combine list came out today. Yes, it did. Um, by the way, Michigan has 18, which is nuts. Funny uh, that the team that won the national – or the, the Invitational you're right. is, but, uh, um, is loaded with talent. But Florida State has 12. Yeah. Uh, the only one that I thought would be invited that wasn't was Akeem Dent. He's not invited, but Lovett, Fisk, Renardo, Jarian Jones, and all the other ones, Jordan Travis – uh, Alabama has 10. What, what is that? If you're just going on combine lists mm. and who got invited and who didn't, what would that tell you about the two teams? They're, and, and Texas has 11. So, again, theoretically kind of evenly matched, mm-hmm. right, if you're just going on talent? And Georgia had 11, by the way. Yeah. Georgia will have another 11 next year, yeah. another 11 year after that, and another 11 year after that. Yeah, I know. I know the point can be made that uh, it's almost like uh, Kirk Herbstreit wasn't aware. Probably a strong point. Talent. Yeah. A strong point could be made that he wasn't yeah. aware, that yeah. it wasn't just a one-man team. It wasn't a one-man team. But I care less about that since we've already had that discussion ad nauseum. Corey's going to keep bringing it up. I would Are just, you kidding? Of I course would, I am. I would just point out that uh, of those, tw- would you say it was 10 or 12? 12. 12. Do we think all 12 will get drafted? So here's my thing, and I, and somebody came at me on Twitter because I said on the Smash last week with Tom that that I I don't know about some of those guys. Like, I don't know for sure some of those guys are going to get drafted. And somebody took an exception to me because they were saying, like, Jarian Jones and Renardo Green are definitely going to get drafted. Jarian uh, is going to get they drafted. They should, but, yeah. man, I don't – after, like, the first two rounds, to me, I have no idea. And maybe it's just I don't spend enough time paying attention to the draft. But there have been – I it feels like every year there are guys who get drafted. I, I'm like, why would they get drafted? And then there are guys who don't get drafted. And I'm like, why, didn't that why did he drafted? not get drafted? So right, I have no yeah. idea, man. And then after, also, once you get to, like, the seventh round, oh, well, a no. lot of the guys are ho- kind of hoping they don't right. get drafted. Because they'll get to pick where they go, and they'll have a better chance and a better opportunity. You know so. who wishes he hadn't gotten drafted? Brock Purdy. He can. He's not eligible to do a new deal under the rookie contract because he was drafted. Mm. If he had been taken as an undrafted free agent, they could pay him. Oh, yeah, he's but he might have signed grand. with the Raiders Correct. instead of the but 49ers. He, but so. what I'm saying is he's making 800 grand. I mean, and they, good, well, uh, he could be making twenty, thirty, forty million dollars. And boo, now, now listen, I, I'm not worried about his personal well-being. What I'm saying is, dude goes out and shatters his arm next year. Yeah, right. You know, the thing that bothered me about Roma more than anything during that game was he kept he kept us talking about, and this is a guy that played quarterback and knows a lot more football than I, I will ever know. But he kept talking about it like it was a competition between Mahomes and Purdy, and like Purdy, Purdy's like showing he's ready for this moment, and Mahomes is confused. And it's like, dude. Or have you seen San Francisco's pass rush? It's yeah. a little different than what Purdy's facing. It was. It, it ended up uh, in the first half, though. I mean, Kansas City's offense had they had no time. San Francisco was all over them. Yeah, it's 
it's kind of a fan thing to do. Yes, that's what I'm it's saying. It's very much a fan You'd thing expect to more, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His job to me is more to explain. <laughs> and his job is to more explain, like, hey, this is the reason Mahomes so, so is having a hard time. Yeah. But, I mean, Purdy's sitting back there with all day. I would also like him to maybe earlier in that – earlier before the final, the final touchdown, been like, hey, guys – if you're screaming at your TV, why isn't he calling a timeout? Because, because they're going to play another quarter. Because they get another – because I didn't know that. No, yeah. It wasn't until yeah. – He's saying it as the ball is snapped almost. Yeah, so, yeah they weren't racing against time. Yeah, Romo isn't uh, – who's the guy that's really good? Olsen, right? Greg Olsen, right. I think. They, I like they, I like him more than Romo. Romo just talks too much. Yeah, he just talks too much. There's a lot of Especially that. in key moments. There are a lot of that. Uh, he kind of made his bones because he was so good in year one of telling you what the play was going to be. Right. And, and all ex-quarterbacks in particular that get that job seem to have that advantage over every other analyst right away because they were just in the league. Right. They know exactly the trends and everything else that's going to be called, uh, and they do a good job of that. But anyhow, back to the four state guys. Will Jordan Travis be drafted? Well, that's – okay, that's where I'm I was going to go. Uh, I, I don't know. He would have 100% yes. been drafted had he not gotten hurt. So I'll say that first and foremost. Secondly, and I want to say he's. I think he's one of. Thir- it looked like there are thirteen or fourteen quarterbacks invited. He's one of them. Mm-hmm. He will, I think, get drafted. Uh, I, 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 the reason I think that is that they recognize that he's not going to be taken to play this year. Right. But you'd like to bring in a guy who you can trust is going to be a pros pro, and whose upside for where you're taking him, which is probably sixth or seventh round, it's pretty high. Yeah. Pretty high in the sense that you don't need him to be a starter anytime soon. If he goes to an offense where obviously they want to utilize uh, another aspect of what he brings to the table, which is that elusiveness, then you know you you could have him sit in your system and learn it for a couple of years and and not have to worry about playing it, but know he'd be a pro's pro. And it helps that he's he's off you know off the charts really in all of the non tangible things, right? You know, just teammate, likable, all those types of things are really important. I remember back when. Uh, Charlie Ward was finishing his NBA career, and somebody said to me, you know, because several of his years, he was a starter for a long time in the NBA, but then he wasn't. Right. And somebody who's very familiar with that league said to me, yeah, man, it's if you're going to be the 11th guy on the bench or 12th or whatever, the fact that you're such a good person and, like, reliable and dependable and, and do everything, that carries weight. And so that's going to, that, you know, it doesn't separate him from somebody who might be better and healthier. Sure. But it can help. For sure. Yeah, so if he gets drafted, then you've got a chance for all 12 of those guys to get picked. Yeah, you wonder about Bethune, how he's going to – what his speed will be, if they will care about that. He's not really a fast linebacker anyway. He's at the combine. And then, um, you know, Fabian, I think if if he passes get, the health physical right. test – He'll just get had, drafted he, for that's, sure. That's, the pro, that's what I wonder, though. He, he He's another guy – he ain't going to be a first or second day pick – but he is a guy that I would absolutely draft in the fifth round because I think you're getting a, you're getting a guy that can play NFL level football for 25 snaps a game as a fifth or sixth rounder if he's healthy. Just shows you, man. I mean, these guys get banged up and it affects their money, it affects their trajectory, and you can understand why they're concerned about it as they go through their careers. They're this close to reaching their dream. A guy like Fabian who. Gets hurt in the final play against LSU. It's crazy, you know. I mean, if he doesn't get hurt, that guy was going to be a top three round pick. Probably, yeah. And it altered his career. My assessment is that it radically altered his career. He he ended up playing limited reps for Florida State the rest of his career. They never got the full impact of what he was going to be, what he was moving towards. And now you just wish for him to get it all back. Sometimes it takes two years for guys Mm -hmm. uh, to come all the way back Hell, it's been some guys, when it comes to knees or ankles, it can be three years. Yeah, and he was definitely when he was in the games, he's very productive. But like Corey said, I mean, he's playing 30 snaps a game. He's not playing 60 snaps. 
and that's in college. So you wonder just, okay, as these teams look to invest, are they going to want to invest early round money into a guy who yeah, no. you don't know that he can stand up to the, the punishment? But he's also a guy that you know can play at that level For sure. if he's healthy. And again, you don't know that of other fifth or sixth right. round picks. Like he, yeah, I don't think it's two, he's, that, that two day, the first two days, he, I don't think he's on the table. Braden Fisk is, though. Uh, Braden yeah. Fisk will probably He went the, the opposite first, direction yeah. because of what he did in the second half of the season and certainly in the postseason. I mean, that ACC championship game, he was a menace. Well, uh, he was a menace all week in Mobile, yeah. which is a, even a bigger deal to those guys. Yeah, he, that, that this is a fun group to root for. I've stated it before. I'll state it again here. A lot of guys whose stories we know really well, who meshed really well, who were part of a 13-0 and season, who came together. Plus, we have, I think, some sympathy for their plight and that they got the snub. They got screwed out of the opportunity to play for a national title. You want to see guys like that fulfill their dreams. There's a lot of good ones. It's a good mix of players. And for, you know, as a Florida State guy, it's just nice to sit down and watch a draft where it's going to be spaced out. But you're going to find a Florida State guy going in most of the day on yeah. rounds. And so that's exciting. It's, it had, a, it's been a minute. It's also the combine's always been uh, something I liked watching. Yeah. But the last, I mean, six years or whatever it feels like you had to catch it right at the right second to see an FSU player even participating because you only had like one yes. or two guys yeah. there. Jamie's and, about to run. Jamie's yeah. about to run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like if they don't go to a commercial, I can see a Florida State guy for one. Now it's going to be like those guys are going to be in every group, uh, several of them. I still get – I get nervous for those guys. I can't imagine being poked, prodded, analyzed as mm. thoroughly as they are, and this is your chance, right, to realize a dream – I mean, we've all had bad days. You could be good at something and have yeah. a bad day at it. You know, I mean, so I'm sure you've been bad one day. At, at, you know, at some point, your racquetball wizardry left you. <laughs> and you had yeah, a hard, never, you had a hard day. Somebody never. who has no business beating Irish Chappelle yeah. had a win. Yeah, right. It can happen, right? And I, I was sitting and watch. I remember talking to Lonnie Pryor, and I was like, I was kind of a fanboy with Lonnie. I just loved his game. But I knew how important the combine would be for him because he was kind yeah. of a marginal prospect. And I was like, were you nervous? And he said, no, I was never really nervous. And that seems to be the answer with a lot of those guys, which I find remarkable. That's a cool sports psychology. What I would like to do, honestly, if I was running the combine is I would have 10 guys run the 40 at, at once as a race. Because I think you get more, you I get bet real people prefer speed. it actually, absolutely. Because they're not all eyes yeah, on you and oh god, right okay, in. I can go whenever I want. Let me also okay. if you're running against somebody who you know is faster than you, you're going to try yeah. to keep up. I'd say you know mm-hmm. a rising tide, all boats, <laughs> that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what I. And plus, it would go quicker, and you could see the official times. You're like, okay, well, he won that heat, he finished third. But he fit, he probably ran you know maybe well, two you know hundredths what? of a second faster than he would have if he was running by himself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I wouldn't mind that yeah, making it like a track meet. So, I'd also like to see the uh, Jameis quarterback drills be incorporated. So, like, well, everybody, rakes, you have to have the, the, the brooms, yeah. throwing things people, up, beach balls. People hitting your gut while you're trying to throw. People skating by in front of you. <laughs> like, like you're at the pier in Santa Monica. Skating by is <laughs> good. Yeah. Look at that. Seminole Headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio. War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Of the 4 billion new players FSU has on mm. the roster, it feels that way in a good way. Yeah. Who are you most excited about? Is it Roydale Williams? Of the guys we've talked to, just like based on that or based on just physically? Well... Yeah, that's your right. You can Roydell's a lock, likable guy, Roydell, gang. You should go watch that video. Yeah, we, we got him to. We talked to him today. We talked to DJ tomorrow. Seems um, really impressive. Uh, Roydell is a, an impressive young man. I, I, I got excited. Well, they all have been. It's been really. 
It's yeah. been cool. This process has been fun to watch play out. I the defensive ends maybe, but I can't pick mm-hmm. Marvin. I'm excited to see Marvin. Excited to see the uh, the kid from West Virginia that I just you know, can't remember I his think name. When we were talking to Norvell in uh, Orlando? Orlando, I think he's. I think they're calling him Tommy. Oh, I can get behind that all day. I think, I think Tommy. That, I you think, can do that one. Well, he paying homage to the late Arizona football coach from the eighties, Dick, <laughs> yeah, Dick, Dick Tommy. Yeah, right. of okay, course, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I so. thought he was a big Jim Tommy fan. <laughs> so there was, there was <laughs> that's that's big too, Indians yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think they have a nickname for uh, the other guy, Lolo Hea, too. But I'm not. I couldn't didn't pick that one up. But yeah, so they they they, uh, they may have a solution for we us. We did talk. Uh, I don't know if you watched it. We talked to Cam Fryer, Matt Fryer's son, mm-hmm. uh, today. Uh, I thought he, that was an interesting interview. And what's cool about it, I would never say this to him. I'll just say it out loud to all of you folks. But because there is, he is a legacy, and his dad was a player here on a national championship team. Front cover so, of Sports Illustrated, right? So he was, uh, <laughs> so he was asked about that a lot, like yeah. dad's footsteps and the pressure of being a friar at Florida State. And I want to, I want to be like, I guess there's some pressure. But it ain't like you're a Winston at Florida State or a Ward at Florida State. Like Matt Fryer was a a, a a key player, but he's not a super. He's not on a Mount Rushmore anywhere where there. I don't think there's going to be a ton of expectations. You, you wouldn't tell him that. I would not tell him that. Okay. But I, but I maybe I would. Your dad really wasn't all that. Yeah. Listen, no, no, so no, here's the thing. no. I'm sure like, you're proud of your father, but, but he was I mean, what he was. Like he was all right. Like uh, <laughs> we can be honest here. Dakalen Brooks dealt with real, real pressure of a last name. I don't know that Fra- Cam Fryer is dealing with that same amount of pressure from a legacy. That's all. Because he talked about like he wanted to go in his own, he wanted when he first started the recruiting process he wanted to make his own name for himself and mm-hmm. go out and do and uh, he told some really good stories about Norvell like he said that uh, this I thought was the most interesting when Matt was out of the room um, for the recruiting when he was on his visit and he's like man I know your dad was a big deal here he helped build this but uh, I don't I don't I don't recruit anyone just because who their dad is mm-hmm. that's how I lose a job. Um, and so I don't recruit just because your dad was a big deal here. It doesn't mean I'm recruiting you because of your dad. And honestly, if I had recruited your dad, it might have cost me m- my job because yeah. he wasn't. Because really, he was a bum. Guys, Corey's really. pointing Guys, out. That okay. is not yeah. what I was saying. He was a very good player, very pivotal player. <laughs> Outran Marley to the end zone, yes, hugged he did. the cop. Yes, he did. He had some big plays, man. He had like a 12 catches against Florida in the uh, the work done game down there. He had some great moments. So Z Chan has weighed in again, big time. And uh, nope, fam. Corey, miss you, amigo. Jeff and I had a great smash last night. Can't wait for spring camp. I think he probably meant to say Noel fam. Yeah, I think so, too. I but saw you went nope. with Nope. No, I went You're with like Nope fam. I thought he was answering a question. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And and when you give $100, I'll read it read verbatim. Read it verbatim, I, absolutely. Z-Chan, yeah. you're wanna, the best, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Miss you, too, man. Z-Chan. How was the smash last night? Y'all crushed it? We had a great time. It, the time flew past. It was so good. Mm-hmm. It was. It took... I thought we had another 30 minutes to go, and I looked at the clock, and it was time for me to sign off for everybody. Mm, so there it right. was, yeah. It's a good time. Uh, yeah, so I can't wait for spring camp either, partly because of all the interviews that I've seen. Man, and it is going to be – there. We, it's going to be 40 new guys, right, probably? When you talk – so, so probably 30. It's going to be uh, the just, newcomers yeah. that are on campus already and then the transfers. You're looking at around 30 players that yeah. are brand new to the program that we get to watch in the spring. Well, that's what I said. I, yeah, that's, that's why I jokingly be... said for the billion new players that yeah, we have. I think it's 27 or 27. I think it's 27. It's a lot. Yeah. Man, this is – Plus the walk-on QB, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So I mean, there's, it's going to be a. <laughs> you're, you're particularly excited about. Well, the no, oh, but he I'm was, saying he, he was recruited. He was a recruitable I, kid. I, I, I know he like, was. You've got you've got real well, stuff and, to and watch. And he had a high profile. I mean, right. yeah. So he's not a nobody. I'm, I'm only teasing, but yeah, it was just funny that you added in the walk-on. Yeah. Tribute. Well, and, you, and that kid. Yeah. And you got two quarterbacks that you're going to be watching closely. You got a whole defensive line you're going to be watching closely. The receivers. I it'll three, be a really three, fun spring camp. Three quarterbacks we're watching closely. Because I mean, you, no, but we I mean, saw Brock Glenn. I mean, the two yeah, guys but, we haven't seen is what I meant. Right, like the two we'll, new guys. But we'll get to see more of him. Yes, correct. You know, last yeah. year he was hurt for half. Yeah, to Iris' point, I want to see how he responds to all this. Yeah. I, I really do. After being thrown into the fire, then having a guy brought in to be a bridge quarterback in all likelihood in DJ, and then you know, Cromanhawk comes in as high profile as he is. Yeah. How Brock responds to that? I think he's got a whole bunch of what for to him. I mean, he's got real moxie to him. So I think this will be a fun thing to watch play out. He'll approach it as it's a real competition. Mike will tell everybody it's a real competition. I'm sure to some degree it's a real competition, but you didn't bring DJ in to be a backup. So it will be fascinating to watch that play out. Yeah. I, I think, and I think the receiver position is probably going to be the most interesting of all, just yep. from a number standpoint, because you have, I mean, it is a wide open thing with a ton of different dudes who. Some of them we know have potential, and some of them should have potential, but we have we haven't seen a lot of them. And would it surprise you? Maybe not Cam Fryer, but Cam Fryer could be the guy uh, faster than you think. By the way, oh yeah, he's, what did he say? He called himself a home run threat or something today, and because mm -hmm. that's well, the, you know, it's weird. He's got that speed, but he's also a coach on the field. Coach, yeah, great. He gets both. He's got both, uh, and you don't see too many guys with that speed, coaches on the field, as great route runners. Right, but he's also that. It's yeah. really really. You haven't seen one of them around total, here in like thirty years total since package. his dad was here. <laughs> So you convinced yourself that his dad wasn't a bum. His dad was very good. His dad was very good. He just wasn't Derek Brooks. Um, but that's the standard. But one of these guys is uh, one of these freshmen probably could work themselves in the rotation well, for, yeah, sure. for sure. I mean, the beauty is it's all. There's nobody coming back that has a lockdown spot. Nobody. Portier, Williamson, Jakai. They're all their places. Jakai's coming back. J J yeah. yeah. They're, all their spots are up for grabs. Oh, God. He's been here forever, I know. I mean, But good hey, man, Lord. good for him. He played hard in the Orange Bowl. I'll I'm not being mean. That. I'm just like, it's, good He's been Lord. here for a minute. Yeah. So is Ports here. But those guys don't have anything established either. So you have all these transfers and then uh, four or five incoming freshmen that all want to get on the field and all prob probably are good enough to at least see some action. I'm giddy. And in order to bridge the gap, we've got baseball. We've got the end of basketball. We've got mm. – we're going to get there. We're going to be there. Mm. I'm excited about baseball. Corey doesn't care. He doesn't. I mean, he won't care until the – whether or not they go to Omaha. I don't care until the Supers. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's right. when he starts. That's the only time I pay attention. You're going to be caring more about Fort State baseball this year. I have a suspicion. I, I, I couldn't care less than I did last year. It was hard <laughs> to care last year. That was we're not last we're couple, not casting yet. Yeah. Three years. It's been it's been a bit brutal. It's been tough. Seminole headlines. Ninety three three real talk radio war chant TV. Seminole headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Rolling on. We'll get to headliner questions next hour, of course, and I'm sure there will be many regarding said roster and uh, who we're excited to I see. I came up with a better one. Uh, oh, Mar yeah. Marvin Jones Jr. Those are incredible footsteps to walk past. Impossible. Yes, to fill. Yeah, you but should I ask them that. Yeah. Are you happy that you're not like Marvin Jones Jr. who has to follow in those <laughs> Again. footsteps? You should Again. wait, though, Ira. You should wait until he's in the room together with him yes. and say, think about what he's going through. <laughs> Have you thought about yeah. that, Cam? Look at that young yeah, man. Put your arm around him. Have you ever wondered how he's put? I mean, yeah. 
you know, your dad was. I mean, your dad played, but nobody yeah. thinks of him. But this guy here, <laughs> a, I mean, sweet Jesus, yeah. maybe the best Seminole of all time. Yeah. Think Matt about Fryer, the pressure he's Matt under. Matt Fryer was a great knoll, had huge games, was a very good player for four years. Like, he was yeah. a starter and played I a lot as a I remember all of it. It was during freshman. my time, yes. Yeah, he was a, he was a big deal. He was a big deal. Also, I, I'll I'm leave the it one, at that. I'm the one that's supposed to hate the scrappy white guys. You're kind of infringing on I my love the scrappy. Cam Fryer is my new favorite player. Oh. You're going to make him mad, and then he's going to go into his <laughs> default mode now, to hate all things. What if no. What if Cam Fryer has 55 or 800 I already like year? him. I already oh, like him. I already like him. <laughs> it's going to be tough. He's my guy. He's my guy. <laughs> He'll like him until the first announcer falls oh, into the gosh. trap. Yeah. yeah. And what's amazing is that they still do. They never stop doing it. Like You're like, sir. It is 2024. Yeah. What are you there's, doing? There's Bosa's running it. out all, all I mean, over the place. Yeah, watch, yeah, watch the NFL. There's, I mean, there's, I mean, it's nuts. You're not going to get more athletic than McCaffrey, right? I mean, what are we yeah. doing? Stop it! And there's going to be a uh, the Iowa cornerback. Uh, yeah, he's going to be drafted in the first round. So, what Gene posted? If you're a gold member in the Renegade Room, mm. he asked the question: How many would get drafted? I answered the question. What'd you say? I said, I think the categories were like seven to eight, nine to ten, eleven to twelve, or whatever it was, and I went nine to ten. I'm in there. Are you? Is that where you're at? I'm. That's the, and so that was the thing. That's what got us on this topic on the smash was somebody said we'll it be over nine and a half. Yeah, I thought and that was I'm a great like, number. I don't know. I don't know because in the in the and again this goes back to this is not really a comment on these players. It's my inability to figure out the draft because when we used to do the draft contest. Like I was always the worst because I can never I can't. Well, that's not your figure thing, it though. It's not well, your. No. I, I love the draft. I often did very well. In you that did do very well because I also pay attention to the draft. I love the combine and I have draft parties. We're gonna have but another like, draft party this year. Tom's what, gonna be in town. We're gonna do it up. Did you expect Kando and Janaris Robinson to get drafted when they get draft when they got drafted? I don't. I don't remember what I projected at that time. I, I don't. I don't like, remember. That's what, yeah. the the part I have a hard time with is like. So those guys were not productive in college, but obviously they looked the part. Body types. And, and then yeah, you've got yeah. these guys. A lot of these guys that Florida State are putting out this year don't have great – are not going to have great measurables. Tatum Bethune's not going to run a great time. Yeah, and I don't Kalen know. Deloach is not big. I'm not real sure. Kalen Deloach is not big. The but, he DBs, can ride, but he can fly. He can fly. But So, I mean, like, there's just not a lot of – I don't know. It's just so, – that, that's where I struggle is, it, you know, it's easy with the first two rounds because those are guys that have everything you want. Right. But the other guys, man, I have no clue. Well, one thing I will say, like – it, it, the NFL is very big on if they draft you in the first five rounds, you need to come in and do something. And that something is a lot of times outside of the first or second round is special teams. So if you find a guy, so a, is that even a thing anymore? I mean, By the way, yeah, Devin Hester being in the Hall of Fame. San Francisco, whether special teams matter. Yeah, yeah, lost the but, Super Bowl. But, but kick, kickoff but coverage does not kick exist. Kickoff coverage, you could put us three on kickoff yeah. coverage. Yeah. It Why do they even matter. do that? They don't shouldn't even do that. Those play guys anymore. are kicking it into the stands. <laughs> yes, they are. They <laughs> eliminated that part. Literally yeah. put us out there you, without pads. Right. Yeah. Who cares? That kid's not returning. That's they could put I mean. Mahomes on kickoff. Although if he saw us out there without he pads, he might climb the goalposts. Yeah, he might jump off and catch it. But but a lot of those guys do play a role. Uh, on special teams, and I, I, if you can just find a guy that's really athletic. So Deloach is a perfect right. example of what you're talking about. He's big enough, and he's really fast, and then they figure they can use him in certain capacities. Now, I, I, you know, I don't know what he's going to become. Because I would guys, think Jarian's a guy like that, too. Jarian's, I, Jarian's long. Teams. He's going to make the league. He's going to do well. He's going to get drafted. They love the fact that he could be a nickel, and he played really well in that role. He really kind of changed his – 
projection big time by sticking around and working yeah. hard and doing I mean, he's a yeah. poster child for what it means to do that. Uh, totally changed his reputation. I, I also, Ira, to the point, you, I mean, you can get in the weeds with this stuff, but I, I try to take seven or eight different sites that are known for digging deep in the draft and projecting players. And you'll have former NFL scouts that look at these guys mm-hmm. film and then they get in there and weigh in and you can find kind of find an average spot landing spot for a lot of these guys. And a lot of people do it just for their team. I'm not going to do it for everybody, but I'll do it for, for the Knowles right. and I'll want to see. And so you'll see like, Oh, well, Charlie Jones is in the top 175 players mentioned. Yeah. So like you could just Fifth kind round. of deduce from there yeah. where, where that would be, you know, and um, other guys that, to your point, other guys that filled a niche role maybe in college and it doesn't translate to the pros, you'll be like, that guy was a really productive player for this team at a Power 5 conference, but I don't see his role in the NFL. And so if you're just taking a cursory glance and saying, hey, he played well for Michigan this year, and then you see, well, he's projected to be an undrafted free agent. Why? Well, the league yeah. is very different. you know. So it's, it's yeah. fascinating. Jeremy asked a good question. Uh, Matt Fryer or Kenny Shaw in the chat, he asked this. Who, who's the better oh, college wow. receiver? Man, it's pretty. I mean, pretty. I mean, Matt Fryer had the better career because he contributed for four years as opposed to really kind of one and a half with Kenny. But there's uh, going to be recency bias, I think, because Kenny Shaw was so tough. Yeah, I mean, I loved, so was Matt. I lo- yeah, he was, and I, I love Kenny Shaw. He was just one of my favorite. And both players. had about similar speed. Both were more kind of. Uh, I don't know if you call them slot guys, but not, not even possession guys. They're just guys that made tough catches over the middle. Uh, yeah, a lot of heart. Undersized. Yeah. Took hits. I yeah. mean, Shaw took a beating yeah, oklahoma was ridiculous oh my god about the, oh, the, the catch he made at florida on third and 25 he got helicoptered well I mean, that guy would go and he's 170 pounds but i think that's why you if you ask Jameis winston there's got to be a place in his heart for him forever yeah because a quarterback wants to know all right i gotta make this throw it's third and 20 there's no nice way to make this throw yeah. i'm gonna have to fit it in and this is the only way we're converting here unless there's a blown coverage which means you're going to wear it. And a lot of guys that are prima donnas who won't want to make that catch because they know they're going to get a hit, your quarterback knows it before he throws it, so he won't throw it. Yeah. He'll just throw it in the stands. and the He, uh, he had all the trust in the world. But he trusted him implicitly. Yeah, yeah, I think those two are very similar. I mean, because, again, they both were kind of overshadowed by who else was in their group. Mm. But then, you know, it came through with so many great catches. And God. Cam Fryer is going to be better than both. Right. We'll see, man. I'm excited for the receiving core. Ira brought it up last night. He thought the, that was the room he was most excited to watch in spring. I think he said it again here today. I agree. Uh, I think they've got a nice influx of real speed. And, and, and this isn't a joke. Cam Fryer is one of those guys. He can run. He said, I know he oh, the reason I thought of him at all was we were talking about the combines. He said when he was a sophomore, we don't, yeah. I mean, we don't know who's timing these. He came to a camp here as a sophomore and ran like low four fours. Mm-hmm. And then as a, oh, junior, athlete, yes. as a junior, he came and ran in the four threes. If that's anywhere close to who he is, come on, man. That's that's legit, like legit speed. I can't wait till Kenny Shaw's kid is here, and Corey can be like, you know, your dad, your dad is kind dad's, of a bum. It's all right, I, made some tough see, this catches. This is what happens. K, this is what happens. Catches. If KB's son comes through here, I just here, thought it was now, funny. Rashad's son. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> I thought it was funny. He got more questions about his dad than Marvin did about his dad. Headliner questions forthcoming. <laughs> Stay with.